Hello. Hello. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, when John sort of explained that we'd be uh, giving this morning to thanking God and praising him for stuff, I was really filled with this curiosity, I suppose, about what, what thankfulness actually is. I mean, obviously, we know that it's, we know that it's a good thing. Like, instinctively, we know that giving thanks for stuff is a positive thing to do. Um, and obviously, we're commanded to do it in the Bible as well. But I was just really filled with this curiosity about what is actually happening when we give thanks. Why is it so powerful? Why is it such an important command? Um, and so I started kind of digging around and, and looking a little bit about what, yeah, what's happening when we give thanks. And the stuff I came across actually made me really excited for today and the opportunity that, that we have to kind of give thanks and to give praise to God as we look forward into the new, new season uh, we're facing as a church. So I thought I'd share some of the stuff that I came across. Um, the first thing that really struck me about thankfulness has to do with this idea of relationship, our relationship with God. Um, we were created to live in relationship with God, to constantly be in his presence all the time. And not only that, but to depend on him all the time for absolutely everything in our life. There's nothing in our life uh, that we can get on our own without God. We are dependent on him for everything. Um, and there's something that thankfulness does. It, it reminds us of that dependency. It reminds us that there is nothing that we can get on our own. When we thank God for something in our life, we're saying, God, you have done this for me. I could not have done it on my own. And that's an incredibly powerful thing. Um, I think sometimes it's downplayed the power of that process. But if you think the enemy's strategy is to isolate us and to make us an individual, to make us cut off from others, um, it's to make us think that we can get things on our own, that we're self-sufficient. That's like the opposite of God's strategy. God's strategy is to make us connected. He loves dependency. He loves relationship and community. Um, and when we thank God and when we say, God, you have done this for me and I couldn't have done it on my own, we're, we're deliberately going against what the enemy is trying to do. And we're cutting off that strategy of the enemy. It's an incredibly powerful thing. Um, he just can't get at us. So if you imagine if we gave thanks in all things, as we're commanded to do, what would that do? We'd be completely connected to God all the time. There'd be no room for the enemy to, to get at us. And I, I just found that amazing. Um, every gift from God, every time God blesses us with something, is never just to satisfy some practical need in our lives. If God gives me a financial blessing, um, it's never just to sort out my, my money situation. It's always to invite me to a deeper place of relationship with him. Um, and it's possible to receive some of the benefits of a gift from God without giving thanks. And if you think of all the amazing kind of musicians and artists in the world, that's a gift from God. And they, they haven't you know, thanked him for it. They're living in the benefit of that gift. So it's possible to receive some of the benefits of God without giving thanks. But if we miss the chance to give thanks, then we're missing really the real reason he gave us the, the gift in the first place. Um, if you think of the story of the, the ten lepers when Jesus heals the ten lepers, they all receive the practical benefit of, of the healing. They're all healed from their disease. But only one of them recognized the significance of that and returned to Jesus and gave thanks. And in doing that, he received something far greater than the others did, which was that connectedness to God and that relationship. Um, so that's the first thing that struck me about thankfulness. It, it connects us to God and deepens that relationship with him. The second thing was this idea that when we give thanks to God, we're feeding ourselves on his blessing. We're feeding ourselves on the things he's done for us, the blessing he's given us. Um, and that prepares us for the expectation of more blessing. Um, when we, we're aware of what God has done for us, we're anticipating what he might do in the future. Um, 
the idea of, of remembering stuff is taken really seriously in the Bible. In the Old Testament, it's always talking about remember the works of God. Um, and they're always making these kind of ordinances and uh, places of remembrance for God. And it's a very powerful discipline. Uh, forgetting God's works is treated really seriously in, in the Bible. Um, there's a story where uh, it talks about, I think in Psalms, uh, the Ephraimites, they were prepared for battle, but they turned back on the day of battle because they forgot the good works that God had done. Um, so in that scenario, forgetfulness of God's works actually allowed fear to enter, and it removed that army from the front line of what God was doing. And we can't afford for that to happen with us. The opposite story would be um, in 2 Chronicles, Jehoshaphat uh, is facing invading armies, and he deliberately recalls the works of God. He says, God, you have delivered the Israelites from all of these other armies. And, and that raised the faith and the expectation that God would deliver him from this particular invading army. He didn't know how God was going to do it, but he knew that it was God's heart to do it. And he actually led the army out with thankfulness. He sent the worshippers out before the rest of the army, and it led them to victory and to blessing. And I believe that that principle of thanking God and reminding ourselves, feeding ourselves on what he's done, it raises our expectation of what he's going to do. Um, if you think about what John shared two weeks ago about uh, raising our anticipation and, and looking over the wall and smelling the sea air and all those metaphors of, of expecting and having faith and hope, I really believe that thanking God and cultivating this heart of thankfulness is going to be a key thing in priming the pump uh, for that anticipation and that expectation of what's about to happen. So that was really the second thing, this idea of feeding ourselves on blessing and readying ourselves, raising our faith for, for the next step. The final thing uh, that struck me was this principle that, that when our heart is thankful, we will naturally start declaring that thankfulness publicly. Um, things move from the heart to, to our voice. We speak them out. And obviously, a common way that that happens among us is through testimony and getting up the front and publicly giving thanks for what God has done. And it's a very deliberate thing to decide to do, to give testimony. Um, in the Psalms, David's always talking about, I will, I will praise you, God, in the mighty congregation. I'll thank you uh, in the throng. And it's a deliberate thing he decided to do. Um, and there's a really powerful principle at work here because when we give testimony, when someone comes up the front and speaks something out, um, that good work that God has done in their life suddenly becomes prophetic. It becomes a prophecy over the rest of the church. And it's actually possible for any one of us to grab what they have said and say, I want that for myself. God has demonstrated this aspect of his character in that person's life. I want to claim that for myself. And God's promises that he will do it for us. Um, but the key thing, however powerful this is, I can, I can miss that. I can be sitting in the congregation. I can leave at the end. I think, well, that's all right for them. You know, that's an amazing thing God did for them. But that doesn't apply for me. Um, and so that's why it really links to the second point I talked about of, of raising our expectation. Because if I'm not in a position of thankfulness myself, then I'm not going to be positioned to catch the prophetic dimension of someone else's thankfulness. So I need to cultivate that myself and be ready to say, yes, God, I want that for myself. I want to claim that. I want to expect that to happen in my life. Um, and what happens when we do this is it creates a chain reaction. So I, my faith is raised by someone else's thankfulness, someone else's testimony. So I expect something for myself, and I seek that. I seek God for that thing in my life. Then I give testimony, and someone else hears that. It creates a chain reaction, and this is a key strategy that God wants to use to multiply his signs and wonders, to multiply his works in our lives. And it does. It creates a chain reaction. It creates this culture of faith where suddenly everybody's testimony is a, uh, an encouragement for somebody else's testimony. But the enemy is aware of this too. He's aware of the power, the power that this holds. Um, and I actually believe there's a battle going on for our public testimony, for our public thankfulness 
in this church. Because when God does a good work in my life, whatever it may be, it might be a healing or a financial provision or, I don't know, some kind of deliverance or something, whatever that good work is, the enemy can't take away the fact that God has done that good work. That's done. It's a done deal. Um, it's solidified in my life. But he can try to limit its impact on other people by convincing me that it's not worth sharing. Um, and there are a number of ways that he does this. Uh, but it, it's all lies, basically. But he will say things like, oh, it's only a small thing. No one else has, has given thanks for something like that before. I can't do that. Or maybe it's not completely finished yet. I need to wait until the work is finished. I'll wait a few more months. And, and then, of course, down the line, we're doing something else. We've forgotten about it. Or it might be that it's way too personal. I can't make myself vulnerable like that. There's a number of strategies the enemy will use, but they're all to try and limit the impact of the good work that God has done in my life. And I really don't want that to happen because I want all of us to share the good works, however small they may be, um, and really see this chain reaction begin. So really those are the three things that struck me about thankfulness. There's the deepening of relationship, uh, affirming that connection we have with God, that um, absolute dependency such that the enemy just can't get at us because we're completely reliant on God for anything. We can do nothing on our own. Um, the second one is to fuel faith and to raise our expectation of what God is about to do. And finally, to create this chain reaction of the miraculous, this prophetic chain reaction as we kind of publicly give thanks together. Um, I believe there's a value to, to giving thanks today, and, and I think it's an amazing thing, but I really think God wants us to live in that thankfulness day in, day out. I think it's a heart position, um, and I believe that, yeah, it, it, it's a way of life um, that God wants us to move into. And I believe it, it can begin today as we give thanks together. So I just wanted to encourage you all with that.